Well, good morning and welcome to the Team Glacken Monday Morning Motivational Call. This is Senior Master Coordinator Jennifer Glacken, and I'm going to be your moderator and host for this morning's call. Every single Monday we come together to get our business off on the right foot, to be thinking ahead to the week and the month, and that for in this particular case we are at month end. Believe it or not, we're coming into the last week of September here. And it's kind of crazy for a lot of folks, and it feels really crazy for me. can't believe the year's just flying by like this. But one of the things I always like to remind us of is that we come together to keep plugged in or to stay plugged into our business. If we worked in a corporate job, you would have to be at work at a certain time each day. You'd have responsibilities. You'd have projects you'd have to turn in, whatever those responsibilities were. You'd have somebody overseeing those and making sure you did your J-O-B, your job. Well, in Shackley, we have to motivate ourselves. We have to keep ourselves doing our activities, doing our planning, um, making the phone calls, all of the things that we know will move our business forward. And that's one of the most important reasons for staying plugged in, being on this call, being on our Saturday team calls, and, of course, going to any meetings that you can go to. So I think most of you know that we are in the middle of the Living Proof Tour. I mentioned this on Saturday, but just make sure if you're able to get to an event to get to one. And if you have people anywhere in the country where there is a Living Proof Tour and they're close enough to even drive, invite your people because having your people at these events are really important for your team growth and for their personal growth. So today we're actually going to talk about something very specific about the team and about your teams that you're building. And so what I thought we would start off with is we're going to talk about team culture and how do you really build a team feel within your organization. And so what I'd like us to start with is to start talking about what makes you feel connected to the team. What are some of the things that make you feel good about being a part of the team, make you feel connected to the team, whatever it is that excites you about being a part of the organization that you're a part of. So who would like to share a little bit about what gets you excited about being connected to the team? And don't all jump in at once. Go ahead, Jesse. Great. Yeah, it's kind of like a little master, well, more than a little mastermind group. Um, There's so many um, uh, perspectives. Right. So when you're in a group setting, it gives you an opportunity to sort of hear from everybody and have their own perspective of how they're building the business, how they're talking to people, right? Is that what you were trying to say? Just that all these yeah. perspectives that the team brings? Yeah, like people will ask questions that I didn't even know I needed to ask or wanted to ask, or they'll have ideas that never occurred to me. Right. That's what I love. Um, one of the one of the groups and teams that I'm a part of in, within Shackley is the Masters Advisory Board, and I have to tell you, it is probably one of the most exciting things to get together with people who are all over the country and, and all over the world who are building their Shackley businesses. And, and you're right. It's like the questions that people ask, the experience that people bring to the table, the way people look at things. It's really neat when you're a part of a team because it gives you a whole bunch of different perspectives. What else when you're thinking about team building? And so we're talking about two things here. We're going to be talking about building your team culture and team building around what you're doing within your team. But I think we're starting from the place of what makes you feel connected to a team? What makes you excited to be a part of an organization? And you can look at it from Shackley corporate all the way down to your own 
specific group that you're a part of. Hey, Jennifer, it's Trista. Hey there, Trista. Hi. Um, the one thing as you're talking about this that really comes up is I think about, like, how we live in, I think, sometimes a negative world. People are complaining about everything. And, you know, it's like, you know, when we come to our team groups, we're all working on ourselves and we're working on mindset. And it's just a more positive environment to be around. And, you know, it creates almost more enthusiasm and excitement. Like, for me, I know, like, when I come to an event, whether it's a corporate event or, you know, even like this tour, you know it's going to be a very positive experience and you're with like-minded people where you're going to hear, you know, positive thoughts and forward thinking instead of like the stagnant, like complaining. So I think that's um, one of the things in the culture of, you know, business to be a part of. I think that's just something awesome. Couldn't agree with you more. I think that's one of the things that attracts so many people to going to Shackley events and you hear it all the time, especially with people who are in corporate jobs. Um, at the last, at the Living Tour or Living Proof Tour in Chicago, um, one of my team members that was there it works a full-time job in the banking industry. And so she was sitting next to me and she said, you know what? She said, this is just so incredibly different. She said the energy, the positive focus, the excitement, you know, people having smiles on their faces. No one's here trying to cut each other's throat or to backstab each other. And she she just always identifies with the difference between what she's got in corporate America and what she has at Shackley. And it just makes me feel sad when I hear people say that about corporate America because so many people spend so many hours in those environments. And in Shackley, we do have a different mindset and a different environment. So what are some other thoughts? And, and you can talk about what you, you know, maybe some of the things that you think are really important to have in a team things that are important to build team experience and to, to build that team um, culture of, of positivity and connectedness. This is Heather. I just wanted to share that I love being stretched. Um, I, I am you know, still trying to get off the ground running, but in the meantime, I have done so much, as Trista said, personal growth and just really um, developed my perspective. And from a faith base, I, I believe we're here for each other anyway. And so to your point about corporate America, um, you can't live that out, whereas in Shockley, you can. And it's incredibly, it's just amazing to look back over the months and just the growth not only in our business but just in ourselves and just kind of for any as an eternal purpose too I think there's a lot um, of parallels if you will so I really appreciate that about this environment oh I agree I agree I think every time we get on a call if we plan to be stretched we can be because there will be some nugget of information that you hadn't thought of or somebody will be doing something you haven't quite done yet in your business and it just really pushes us each and every one of us a little bit further. Any other thoughts around team building? The purpose of this conversation was really to get you thinking about the team culture that you want to have within your organization, 
we are all part of larger organizations, but we have the ability to build our team culture within our teams. And, and so that could mean maybe that your team loves to go out and have fun together at the global conferences. Maybe you decide that your team is more focused on training and your team is going to be doing training events at every time you guys get together. Maybe you're going to have social things that really pull the team together to build the connection between everybody within the organization. It's just important to start thinking about that no matter where you are in your business. Who do you like to be around? What type of people do you want in your circle? And we've all probably got maybe more in your head it's easier to think of who you don't want in your circle, and I think that's just as important to write down on paper as it is to write down who you do want in your circle. And maybe there's certain things. You know, we've mentioned positivity here. We've talked about it being like a mastermind group that we, you know, we like to stretch one another. What are the key things when you think of your team and your organization? What do you want those nuggets to be? Um, you know, the team motto for Team Glacken is that we serve, lead, and mentor others to build successful Shackley businesses. And so service, leadership, mentorship, those are things that I value very highly, which is why those are the three keywords that I selected that I wanted to be sort of overarching for the team. So you have to sort of think through for yourself, what do you want your team to look like? You're not going to get it all gelled today, and it will probably morph and continue to grow throughout the years as we move forward. Um, but I just want you to start thinking about that now. When people finish Glacken University, the very last assignment in week seven is that you write out your ideal customer, you know, who is the perfect person to be a customer of Shackley Products and on your team, and then who is also the perfect person to be a business partner? Who are you looking to build a business with? And so in Glacken U, it's typically at the beginning of your Shackley journey. And so if you wrote those things down, hopefully you know where to find that information. You could pull that back out and look at it. And you might have some refinements now. Maybe there's um, extra nuggets. There's extra you know, defining qualities that you've been looking for within your group. And so I'll just last, ask one last time before we move on to a different topic. Is there anybody, anything anybody else would like to add to what you think is really important about team culture and really what you think is important as you're building your organization and what it is that you want to build into your team? Anything else you'd like to add or any questions you'd like to ask about it? Jennifer, I think Jennifer, um, go ahead. I just think that your consistency the example of your consistency and enthusiasm is um, contagious. And um, so the example and the contagiousness is really um, a super example and something to model. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not sure contagious is always uh, attached to positive things, but I'll be contagious if it's excitement. <laughs> <laughs> And I know somebody else is getting ready to say something. Who else had something they wanted to add? Yeah, with me, Jackie. Um, the backup that we have, the um, resources that we have, and um, not having to know everything because we have um, Shackley Corporate and we have a team. Right. That's pretty important to me. Yeah, well, I actually think that's important to most folks, Jackie. You know, the fact that, we have people to lean on and we have people who've gone before us and done what we're trying to do to be able to call and ask questions. I know when I first started my business, it was really important for me to find somebody who had reached the rank I was looking to aspire to, and that ended up being Gary Burke. Um, he used to do the January leadership conferences in the Chicagoland area, and I 
went to his and started going to his in 2000. And I just remember having him as a mentor and as a resource was extremely powerful because I, I would ask those questions and just get those slight tweaks, those little things that I needed to adjust so that I could reach the rank that I was shooting to reach for. And so it is really important that we have the resources and that we have the upline support and that we don't have to know everything. Really good point. Any last comments, any last thoughts on what you want to build in your team culture and as far as team um, experiences that you want your team to have, anything else that you'd like to either add or ask? And we can always come back to that if there's some things that come up for everybody. So the other piece of what we wanted to talk about today really is rolling into this last week of the month and really running to the finish line. And so I just want to make sure that everybody is aware of the Living Proof Champions group. Um, does everybody understand what Shackley's attempting to have us do with having everybody sponsor or enroll three people with the Prove It Challenge every month? Is everybody aware of that and the recognition that you get at the global conference if you do that? Jennifer, I'm aware of it, um, but I'm unclear, and I have to look, or maybe you know, if it's, I thought it was, um, I'm not sure, September, October, November, and December to sign up to enroll three new members or distributors with the PIC. And, um, mm -hmm then they have the rewards, but I was unclear about the month. Um, well, there's two different things. So there is an August, September, October, November, December, oh, sorry, October, November, which is for um, the, the top five people in the country who sell the most Prove-It challenges for those months. So August, September, October, November, they're going to have five different kickoff events. And so those people will win, quote, unquote, kickoff events in their areas. So that's one piece, and that's probably why there's some confusion around the dates. And then the September, October, November, December is for Global Conference next year and for people enrolling three Prove-It Challenges every one of those months. And then people who do that will get special recognition at our Global Conference. And then there'll be even, you know, the top people, the, the top, they're called champions, I guess, Living Proof Champions, that will have even extra special recognition on top of that at the Global Conference. So does that clarify for you? So there's sort of two things happening. Did that make sense, Jackie, or did I just confuse you? Oh, no, it made sense. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I, okay. I didn't You're know welcome. there were two separate ones. Thanks. Yep, yep. So there's something that people are running for right now to try and earn the big event, in, the kickoff event in January, January 4th, and then there's something that people are running towards to be able to get the conference recognition, the global conference recognition. And when you think about it, if we all step back for just a second, you know, Shackley's saying enroll three people with the Prove-It Challenge each month. And so we've talked as a team about enrolling 10 new people every single month, and we've talked about that for years and years and years, going on, gosh, 19, 20 years as a team leader here. I know I've been talking about it. And it's just really important that we start to build in the consistency of our habits of enrolling new people. And last month, Shackley had more than 50. 15,000 new people come in with the proof. Well, not just new. Sorry, there was over 15,000 Prove-It challenges sold last month. Um, and some of those were to people who were existing who were buying them. So that's why I had to catch myself there and clarify. But the key here in our industry, so in the network marketing industry, 
when a company is bringing in 15,000 plus new people every single month, that's where momentum begins to build. And that's why Shackley's really trying to direct us all. If everybody in Shackley brought in three new Prove It challenges, we'd be well over 15,000, obviously. Um, but just, you know, just to try and develop a, a habit. And bringing in three people a month is not going to put you personally into massive growth. Now, bringing three people a month, if every one of us did it, it could bring Shackley into higher growth, but each one of us needs at least 10 people in our personal group to really get us into growth momentum. So the three picks each month should be something that should be a no-brainer. That should be a simple thing that we are all checking off, and we've all hopefully already done that this month. So if you haven't done it and, and you're willing to share and be a little bit vulnerable, is there anything that's holding you back this month? Are there any struggles that you're having this month talking about it and getting those folks enrolled? I know a couple of folks' numbers on here, so I know I know the people who are on here who have definitely done it. And so is there anybody who's willing to share maybe what you've been doing to enroll your Prove It Challenges this month? Jennifer, it's Teresa. Hey, um, hey, good morning, everybody. Um, I think, first off, it's making sure you have enough numbers, enough people in your pipeline, um, because I'm not going to tell you that everybody that I talk to absolutely signs up today. And sometimes, right, we're putting those seeds out there, and then they may pop a month later or two weeks later that they decide to enroll because some of them aren't ready at the time that we mention it. So I'm noticing on my team that some of the people aren't just talking to enough people because it's a numbers game, right? And then that will bring some of the numbers up. But when I do talk to them, it's a, just a quick uh, mention. I'm asking them if they want to be part of the challenge, if they want to feel better, you know, they want to jumpstart weight loss. And that seems to be it, you know, when they're ready to go. Um, and I'm also working right now with the people who have been on the challenge and are finishing up. I'm having them post their pictures and tagging me on Facebook, their before and afters, and share their story on Facebook. And that's getting um, more referrals. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, I think the, the key here is to utilize our social media outlets to share the stories. And, Teresa, a great idea to have them tag you and share the story so that it goes on your wall and people know that you're the one who helped them so they can you know, be, be curious with you and ask questions around it with you. The other piece of what you shared, though, about not having enough names in the pipeline, I, I think that may be the struggle for a lot of folks. And so just remember that it takes about three months to fill your pipeline if you're being consistent, if you're out having fishing holes, if you're out talking to new people, you're going through your list of names. It really does take about three months to fill that pipeline. And so if your pipeline wasn't full and last month you went out and just, you know, talked to a lot of people and you were able to sell your three prove-it challenges, this month may be a little bit more of a struggle for you. So we have to get our pipeline full. We have to have enough people to talk to. Um, I was doing uh, an event in June for the New Jersey group, and I did the same slides in the Chicago Back to Basics, where I've got a picture of a funnel. It's filling your pipeline. It's filling the funnel. And there's a whole bunch of people climbing in on one side and only one person, pop, person popping out on the other side as the member. 
And, and really, that's what happens is we stuff loads and loads and loads of people into the pipeline. And, and what do I mean by that? I mean that you've introduced them to Shackley. Maybe you've started a conversation with them. You've asked them some questions. They, they have some needs, and you're trying to address those needs. And it's sort of that back and forth and back and forth that goes on with people. So really important to continue doing our follow-up with all of the people that are in the pipeline. But then the other piece is we have to have enough people in the pipeline so that people are popping out on the other end. And it takes a full pipeline to have people consistently popping out on the other end. And then, of course, it takes our follow-up. So what are some questions or some comments around that? Does anybody have any questions around that? That's a very quiet group this Monday morning. <laughs> Does everybody have a full pipeline? This is Heather. I do not have a full pipeline, and I don't know what my problem is. I always um, kind of my upline um, is great about, you know, you're overthinking <laughs> So I'm guilty of that, but um, I do talk about Shackley every day because I'm so passionate about the product of being, um, you know, having a healthy life myself personally and having my health restored from Shackley. So I'm a walking testimony, and I will be darned if I cannot figure out why it is that still, especially in my inner circle, I will still, people know I'm in Shackley, they know my story, and they know the whole nine yards, and then inadvertently in a conversation later they'll still be like yeah I was at the store and I was buying some you know vitamin da 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 and I'm like oh and I don't say a thing but I'm like what is it that I am exuding or not exuding or saying or not saying and I think the proof it challenge is such a great way to just quickly engage people in um, Shackley whereas before I think there was more of a we had to figure out where what their needs were and I really am so grateful for this um, quick introduction, but if anybody has any thoughts or their own little tricks to how they just get out there and just kind of get people to bite on the Shackley, you know, for some reason, it doesn't matter how great Shackley is, people will still rather buy the thing that's at Walmart, and I don't understand that either, but I know I have to let that go. <laughs> so if anybody has thoughts, I, I'm all ears. <laughs> Does anybody want can to? I add, can I add? Yes. Can, yeah, yeah. Well, one, to take this with a grain of salt that I'm going to say because it's meant sort of funny. But anybody who's a close friend of mine that's in my inner circle, they know they don't have an option to not use Shackley. And so if that would have been my friend who was really close, I would have said, what are you doing? You're killing me there. Uh, get off of that. Why are you doing that? that? Those are the people that are really close that you can do that to, right? You know, and, and that inner circle, they know they better not. And if they are, they better not tell me up front. But the other thing is um, make sure that you're having um, an actual dialogue, and we've been talking about this dialogue versus monologue. So maybe you've been telling them what you're doing, but you're not really getting in questions so they could see where the need would be or, you know, how Shackley could fit that. And if we're not asking the questions, you know, they just hear the blah, 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 blah in the back of their head. And, and maybe it could just be a tweak that you're not asking them. Would you be interested in hearing more about it? How's next Tuesday? I'd love to show you what I'm doing. Maybe you've never done that or haven't done it lately. 
Yeah, I was going to add the grand opening piece. I think when, you, when you've got a lot of people that know that you do Shackley, it's about closing the deal. So how do we close the deal with those folks? Well, we've got to get in front of them and we've got to present and we've got to make an offer and ask them if they're ready to buy. And I, I agree with you, Teresa, there. I think it's, you know, making sure that we're presenting it and that we're closing it. Um, and another piece that I would just share there, Heather, is it's, it's important to get all of the names of people. So this person that was buying from Walmart or wherever they were buying from, getting their name down on paper and then figuring out. So you, you write their name down, and then you call your upline, and you strategize about how, how can I close the deal with this person? How can I sit down with this person? And sometimes it's just saying to somebody, you know something, you're a really good friend of mine, and I've shared with you before that I market the Shackley products, and I would really love to sit down and see if we have any products that could meet any of your needs. Uh, my, my goal and my mission to help transform sick care into well care or whatever the verbiage is you're comfortable using, Heather, that you then are able to say, you know, I, I, I'm really passionate about this and I want to help you also. Would you be willing to sit down with me? Or when would you be willing to sit down with me? So that we actually make an appointment so that we can close the deal. And can awesome. I add a Thank you about so much. Sorry to interrupt. Can I add a piece about this strategizing with your upline? Um, I think that's so critical and it's so underestimated because um, when you run into that person again or when you pick up the phone and call them, and a lot of times the strategizing is maybe with people you're going to see all the time. How can you move them a step forward? And then it's in the back of your head. You don't even have to think about it, and it becomes second nature. And then you just roll into your next step when you're with them. But if you're not strategizing, then you're sort of letting the business control um, or just the environment control you. You're not running or controlling your business. You nailed it. I feel like that exactly. I feel like how is it that I have all of this, the most amazing product and all this information and support, but I'm not in control? So I really appreciate that perspective. Thank you. Awesome. Well, hopefully everybody got some type of a nugget from this conversation this morning. So we talked about a couple of different things. We talked about team building and sort of really how do you want your team to look and to be thinking that through whatever stage you're at in your business. Who, who do you want on your team? What type of a, a team culture do you want? Um, how do you continue to grow that team culture as you move forward in your business? And then we talked about the fact that we're getting into this last week of the month and looking at the prove-it challenges and making sure that we're all moving those a minimum of three prove-it challenges every single month so that we can get that recognition at Global Conference. And for those of you who are doing way more than three, fantastic. Having a number set for yourself. I know we've got some folks on the team who've set 20, 30, 40 as their numbers for how many prove-it challenges they're moving this month. And so just make sure that you're being consistent with filling your pipeline so that you can make those sales, that you can close those sales. And it's really not about just getting the prove-it challenges moved. I know sometimes that's what it sounds like when we're sitting here talking and we're talking sort of details and numbers. It's really about transforming people's health. When you think about what the prove-it challenge does, it is a starting point to getting people reset on their diet, craving more fruits and vegetables, getting rid of the cravings that are bad for them, so eating a much healthier, more a higher plant-based diet, and then, of course, adding in our Vitalizer strip and our smoothie every day, which has all of the clinical proof and research that dramatically shows the difference in how people's health will be long-term when they take those products. So we are helping people truly get out of the sick care system and into the well care system. And when you believe that, 
deep in your soul, you'll be able to go out there and share that with passion and excitement and energy, and people will want to be a part of it. So I hope everybody has a fabulous Shackley week and a fabulous Shackley day. We'll be here same time, same place next week. It'll be the last day of the month, and so hopefully everybody will have all of their goals met. And if you have any questions about any of those, please don't hesitate to reach out. And thanks for everybody for participating this morning. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Goodbye now.